Welcome to episode number three of the Kingdom Influencers podcast. You might have some sort of crazy sound effect, children screaming, you know, you know, celebratory type thing in the background, who knows. But um, anyway, thank you guys for joining us. You know, we are Kingdom Influencers where we talk about everything entrepreneur and creative, all under the banner of Christ. Can't forget that. Um, to my right, I have my co-host, John Balawit. John Balawit. Your other host. Yeah. I won't even say co-host. He's the other host. Not second to me by any means. <laughs> Equality up in this thing. But yeah, today we actually wanted to talk about something specific. It seems to be almost a buzz topic on all things social media. Um, if it even is a thing, hustle culture. What do you hustle think, John? Hustle culture. Hustle culture. Okay, well, let me tell you a story um, to tell you how I feel about it. So um, I spent some time with a good friend this past weekend, went to the beach, and had some really deep conversation. And we're kinda, we kind of realized we're both in the same kind of workflow kind of mindset. Um, and it all started with the pandemic. Now... Uh, my friend and myself come from kind of like the hustle culture. We really just have built income streams because of our hustle. Even when I was um, working for a company and I had a job, I was working side hustles and working really hard just to, you know, see how far I could get. And um, and so we we kind of been ingrained in that. Like if you're gonna work hard. Uh, the only way to get productive and, and get more money was to work harder. Well, that kind of changed uh, since the pandemic. It um, it actually reversed. Uh, the harder we worked, the less productive we became. And it was almost as if God took his grace off of us <laughs> and we had to find new ways. And, and so instead of working harder, we were working less but smarter and our income just went crazy. Um, more opportunities, more income. And we we got, after the talk, we just realized, you know, God, we believe God has a, a different type of grace now. Um, and it and we brought it to the, the parable of the minas, where God blessed the servants that used their mina to make mina. So it wasn't from the sweat of their brow. It Not to be confused with manna. Right, manna. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't their sweat. Bread from heaven. You know? Completely different story. Right. Mina is money. Mina is money. <laughs> and so they use their money to that, actually make money uh, as opposed to using the sweat of their brow. Cool. And so, I don't know. You know, that's, um, that's, that's my take on it now. That's cool. I think it's important to kind of... I guess, set some kind of circumference on like what hustle culture, at least to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but like hustle culture to me is like, I use the term culture very loosely, but like, you know, mostly men who like are all about their money and all about what the young kids say, the bag, you know what I'm saying? And and it's everything from the moment you wake up, not even sleep can get in the way of you getting the bag, so to speak, getting your money, so to speak. And I think the really 
rough thing about it is it's contorting being working, like working really hard with being productive. Right. You know what I mean? Um, one of my least, not necessarily one of my least favorite people, but one of my least favorite interviews with said person. He can flame me if he wants, if he ever hears this, the chances are slim. But um, Steve Harvey had this one video. Oh, he's going to hear it. Oh, man, I hope he does. <laughs> he can DM me later. He listens to our podcast. But uh, <laughs> he had this video where he very, I would say very passionately misquoted this one verse. Um, and I honestly can't even quote it for you that well. But it's, it's talking about um, essentially the person who sleeps and who leans into the laying of hands, like you putting your hands not on the grindstone, but together, I guess, in a sense of uh, rest from uh, uh, Steve Harvey's perspective, like poverty will come upon that person. And from the perspective of Steve Harvey in this particular interview, he's saying like, yo, you can't be sleeping. You can't be resting. You got to go out there and get it. Um, But I think in a large, large way, he misquoted the heart of what that verse is. Like, yes, it's important to do what you have to do. It's important to take care of your responsibilities, take care of your family, you know, take care of yourself and build towards something. But in no way, shape or form does that mean that rest is beneath like this zealous work ethic, which I think is where he got it wrong. And if anything, you know, like almost sounds cheesy bringing it up, but like God rested you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The most, di- the divine being, you know, that created the heavens and the earth, you know, that made us in his own image rested. And so us in our fleshly bodies, how much more does that mean as far as like what we need? You right. Know I, mean? I often wonder, so like, you know, we just had the most life-changing event the world has ever seen, at least in our lifetime, right? I mean... The, the whole world stopped. Um, or ev- stopped. Every country was affected by this pandemic, and, mm-hmm. and it changed the lives of everything. And I, I can't believe that as, as bad as it was, it wasn't... Well, I can't... Let me, let me say it this way, because I know I'm gonna, someone's <laughs> going to misinterpret me. Um, I, I can't believe that God didn't use this. Like, it, it didn't catch God by surprise. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like God was saying, I need a reset. Like, mm-hmm. and, and everyone was kind of in this, this flow when God just wanted to, like, put a pause and get people partly to rest. Um, because, I mean... We stayed home for a good amount of good 2020. Amount of yeah. You know, and got people, extension on our taxes. Right. People <laughs> were spending part. time with their families, like they, when they didn't spend any time with their families before that. Big facts. Um, you know, things just got reset and, yeah, and priorities yeah. got reset. We st- we all started questioning. Wait, I'm sorry, John. <laughs> I got to cut you off. Please go. This is really funny meme. Uh, Google it if you're listening to this of uh, Kobe Bryant after he won his, I think, his fifth championship. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but he wins his fifth championship and then he announces, uh, I don't know what the timeline between when he actually did it, but he's like, I'm going to retire now. Mm. And then someone posts this picture with his family and he has like this vague look on his face and someone in the meme puts the text, so what do y'all like to do? (laughs) (laughs) 
And it's just like, I was like, oh, no, not, not, our, not our Kobe, you know what I mean? But I feel, I feel the heart behind what they were trying to say. They were trolling him a little bit, saying, like, you know, Kobe's such a dedicated basketball right. player, you know, that mama mentality. But, like, now that basketball isn't a thing, he's like, so who are you guys? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's horrible. Nothing against Kobe. Love him. Like, I, I take a lot of wisdom from his journey and even, like, a lot of his videos that have... Like a lot of his almost TED Talk like videos that have surfaced on the internet lately after his death, um, gone too soon. Um, yeah, but I had to that I had to say that before. I mean, that's that's before I you forgot know, about it. That's yeah. kind of the way things are. I mean, you know, we didn't win any championships, yeah. but we yeah. got paused, right? And mm-hmm. um, and a lot of us did a lot of introspection uh, that we probably wouldn't have done without this event. Um, and I, I know I did. And so um, I had to question what was working, what wasn't working, what direction I was going. And I, you know, uh, in my journey, I realized in this season, hustle wasn't going to cut it. Mm-hmm. Um, God, it was almost like God was telling me, use your imagination, use your creativity and start thinking. Like, yeah. Don't just go with the flow that you've been going, yeah. the things that worked in the past aren't going to work in the past. And you know what? When I did that, my income actually just, you know, uh, I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I felt bad um, at times because I would have people I knew that weren't making income, but I was like making more money than I have in a long time. Yeah, man. Um, and it was because I believe the grace that God put and, and I was trying to open my ear to that. So I, I, I believe this is not just for me. I've been t- talking to different people, and and people are saying the same thing. This isn't like the hustle type of time. It's the being a, using your imagination, using your creativity, and and doing work, mm-hmm. but just not like don't make it the main thing. You yeah. know? Yeah, that's true. I would say a lot like you, like uh, like my business actually almost quadrupled as far as income wise. Um, for those of you at home, uh, I do a lot of videography, I do a lot of editing, um, and uh, a lot of photography too, um, which comes with editing as well. And the demand for that like shot through the roof when everyone pretty much became remote, and you know other ministries and stuff had to transfer their services to like a virtual experience more or less so like I was doing really good I almost felt like I almost felt like spoiled you know what I mean I was like yo like everyone's job situation is worsening while mine's getting better um I would say this though like I in no way shape or form maybe even to my detriment I'm gonna be honest and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong but like I love rest like I love sleeping in I and I always ask myself Anytime something comes along that's a bump in the road or some sort of friction or challenge, like I'll ask myself, is this worth the anxiety? Like mm-hmm. how much anxiety or stress or, or um, I don't know, just bother will this bring into my life? Right. And because to me, it's a direct line to my health. You know what I mean? It is my goal to get this bag again, or is my goal, you know, to be healthy, you know, so I can do what I'm called to do. You know what I mean? So I I always run that scenario in my head, like the pros and the cons and if it's worth it or not. And for me, for most things, and I'm not saying I made the right choice all the time, but uh, my choice was, you know what, I can pass on this in the name of 
recharging my batteries. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, bro. My my mentor, and I won't say her name here. Um, um, just I know out her. of respect. Um, like she's it's a woman. She's yeah, she's a woman. Okay. I'm not gonna, <laughs> um, I'm not gonna blow up your spot. She, she's well known. Um, yeah. but I never want to like ever like name drop. I mean, I, I just appreciate her so much. For but sure, like, for sure, um, she is always telling me that. Um, she really doesn't believe in the hustle culture mm-hmm. and um, that you got to use your mind. And um, if you are working, you know, 60 hour weeks, 80 hour weeks, you know, uh, there's another way. There's a, there's a better way. And life mm-hmm. balance is like really, really important to her. And she's always talking to me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of understood it, but after reflecting, you know, I really, really am grasping that now especially after this conversation i had and and i just think this is the way like there's there's so much opportunity now um there are things called you know like the metaverse nfts crypto all these things the stock market people are trading the stock market more than ever before we just saw a stock yesterday um which was the second um avis budget rent-a-car that thing the went. What? Avis who? Avis a budget rent a car. The never um, heard of it. The, the the ticker, um, the ticker is car C A R. Well, it went like a stock ticker. It's a stock ticker. Oh dang! Yeah, plug. It went from one sixty five in the morning to a dollar sixty five or one hundred sixty five bucks. Oh, wow. To over five hundred dollars in a matter of hours. Where was I, uh, dude? I was I screaming. I was screaming. Or we two. have like a morning show. Um, it's, uh, my, uh, one of my businesses, we have a morning show yeah. and we were calling it out and we were screaming. It was just amazing. This stuff is not normal. This stuff is, is make, making history and there's so much opportunity now if you use your brain. And so that's kind of like what us here at Kingdom Influencers, we're trying to open our audience and our community to, to use your minds, use yes. your brain to, to take advantage of what is available now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I've definitely been, um, it's almost shifting uh, the foundation of what this podcast is almost, but because I know you already do like the stocks and stuff. I don't know if you feel like talking about it again, but um, I was trying to figure out, man, like what are some like big player companies that I might not even be aware of other than the standard like Facebook or was it Siemens or Amazon who might be doing some sort of new technology in the metaverse that I might be able to like get in on on the ground floor like somebody knew and I started looking at stuff with like people doing like uh like avatar scanners and stuff like Mm -hmm. that just small side companies that are thinking of different ways to like capitalize on the metaverse and trying to see if I could invest in that and like what that would cost but Metaverse. Um, That's yeah. going to change the world, guys. Um, we're going to have like a speaker talk on uh, on the metaverse uh, next meetup. Um, Is it the meetup or the podcast? At the meetup and okay. the podcast. Yeah. So he's going. He's also going to do a podcast cool. with us. Word. But um, metaverse is going to provide. It's going to be tsunami. Uh, that is, uh, if we're talking about like metaphorically it's going to be this tsunami that's going to change the world uh-huh. um there's a reason why facebook changed their name um you know when's the last time you've seen a huge company like that change their name 
um, because they believe in something so much. And so Mark Zuckerberg is all in. He's like all into the metaverse. And it's going to change the way everybody does things. So like he's, he's betting on instead of us leaving our house to go to an office to go to work, he's going to have a virtual world uh, where there are digital or virtual real estate where you won't even have to leave your house and you have an experience of working with other people and even touching other people. There, I heard there's going to be like body suits where you're going to be able to have senses of touching and all that stuff. Sheesh. Yeah, it's, it's going to change the world. Um, and <laughs> for so, the better and for the worse. And for the worse. <laughs> there's a lot of... And for the worse. A lot of perversion in between. I, let you me think not, you're introverted now? Yeah. Just wait. You about to be chronically introverted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that to happen for you. I really don't. <laughs> I want people to be out there living their lives, right. interacting, you know, having the intimacy that they were created for. We're talking filter 10.0. Times a million, man. You, like, you think filters and Instagram are bad? Like people are doing filters on their avatars. Yeah, and, man. You're basically going to be able to wear a body filter. Right. No you one's going to know, know how you look until they visit your house, which you probably won't even leave your yeah. house. Yeah. You know what the funny thing is, is like, what's happened? This is really what's so scary, at least for me. Like, not if I'm being completely honest, none of this, it seems surreal, but it's stuff that I've seen before in a lot of anime. If y'all don't know me, like, I love anime. I watch it all day, every day. Um, like, there's this one anime called uh, Sword Art Online. And that's literally what the metaverse is being set up to be is almost like, in a weird way, almost like what that show almost prophesied because it's literally a company that explodes in the world of tactile VR that basically allows people to escape their real lives and then uh, experience this game or this universe or this community, if you will, inside this game. But what ends up happening, even though I'm shifting gears a little bit here, bear with me. But in the game, no spoilers, in the game, in the Sword Art Online anime, like these people get trapped like in there. Like something happens, I can't remember, to where they can't unplug from it because it's like directly connected to like their heart or something like that. Some evil person hacks in or something like that. And so the whole point of this whole show is they have to essentially beat the game to get their normal lives back. But then, you know, some of them fall in love, some of them become evil and this, that, and the third. But like as whimsical as it sounds, like I see the realities of that fictional world like almost being a reality in this one now with right. the metaverse. And, you know, I've been seeing a lot of commercials and ads and, you know, old men playing chess virtually while one's actually in the park and one has a lion's head and then one has, like, his regular face, but they're, like, almost wearing their emojis. It was weird, super, super weird. But, like, on one hand, I'm, like, excited because I'm like, yo, this is the future. You know, I'm literally living in a sci-fi film almost soon. And then another part of me is like, yo, like, a lot of bad could come from it. You know right, what I mean? Right. And you know, I'm, I'm not like a fear monger. I don't like, I, I'm not motivated by fear and I definitely don't like think dwell on fearful thoughts. Uh, but yeah. you know, I, uh, I do, I am a realist and I do like to see what problems can happen, you know, just from a wisdom point of view, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, let's be real. Um, you know, pornography, you know, mm -hmm. controversial. Um, but that 
uh, that will change uh, in the metaverse. Uh, if you could look how you want to and you have body suits that uh, will affect touch, um, uh, where is that going to go? Um, another thing that I was thinking about is how is it going to f- affect social interaction? I, um, yeah. I talked to a number of friends who are single and, uh, you know, they tell me the challenges they're having. Um, guys don't, don't feel like they have to hunt after girls. Mm-hmm. Um, their words, not mine, uh, because it's Losing so available. The mojo. On the apps, yeah. you know, like, you know, like when, when it's so convenient, why pursue a girl? And girls, like I've even heard them say, like they go on dates and there's no conversation because, um, um, you know, people aren't used to that. Um, and so there's all these different challenges. Yeah, yeah. What's going to happen with the metaverse? What if um, you could, in essence, have interactions without accountability mm-hmm. because... Ooh. Can can um you know we already don't That's have true. accountability on Facebook right? People are saying things to people's face when they should get punched in the face for saying yeah, that, stuff they but they're not getting punched life. in the face because they're saying it on Facebook. Yeah. But in the metaverse, you'd be able to kill someone's avatar. Like, eh, I don't think it'll go that. I I want to believe that there's enough humanity left. I don't know, dude, because I played Grand Theft Auto and I did things in that game yeah. that I like. I had to stop playing. I was I couldn't believe I was doing that stuff. Yeah, but um, like, so, so if you do, unless they have some kind of law or something, I don't know I feel how like they would they regulate it or whatever. I feel, but I, I, when I'm, I'm, I only say that because like, and like, who knows what this will be in the next ten years? But um, because they're so sensitive about that stuff, even on YouTube, mm. you know, and people not getting triggered, you know <laughs> what I mean, about little stuff. I want to believe right. that some of that, even though it's whack sometimes and a little over the top, that some of that will transfer to the metaverse. I would hope. But hope even so. like, let's not make it so extreme. Let's make yeah. it relation-wise. Um, you know, um, you're in a virtual world. What kind of accountability will there be between... A romantic romantic relationships, um, you know, what's what what is the line between what's real and fake? And can do we have the capacity to be able to log off and go back into the real world? That so, you know, if you're going to spend hours in a virtual world or most of the day in a virtual world, and then yeah. you log off and then you go with your family, I don't know. It's just I, these are the things that kind of run through my mind. Yeah, you're right. I don't know, man. It's it's the the world seems to be moving so fast right now. You know what I mean? Like, um, and we, I I really can't think of anyone to blame but Mark Zuckerberg because as soon as he announced it, um, I was I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa! Mm-hmm. Like, where? What are we doing right now? You know what I mean? Um, now on the flip side. I feel like, and I'm I'm not an expert by any means on the flip side. I was like, yes, <laughs> I see my you know investments in some of my choice cryptocurrencies going up, you know, since his announcement. Because a lot of not all, but some cryptos are going to have utility in this metaverse, which I'm excited about. But at the same time, I'm just like, man, it feels like life is moving faster now. Like since that whole metaverse was yeah. announced, at least for me, maybe it's just me. I don't know. And you know, I think but the positives will outweigh the negatives. I'm just these. I'm just sharing my thoughts, guys. Think um, the positives will outweigh the negatives. Yeah, I think. Okay. Um, and and it's not. We're not going to be able to stop it. Like you know, I, I can only assume there are people listening who are like, oh, I will never do that. You know that they said the same thing about email. You know, they said the same <laughs> thing about like um, 
Facebook, they said the same thing. But, you know, if I think people are moving towards this already and it's it really is going to make life easier. It's going to and we're not going to be able to stop it. It's this is happening. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Bro, I just I, just, I don't I don't know what I, I'm going to just I'm going to just pray, bro. That's really all I got. <laughs> Who knows what the next 10 years will hold. Um, one of my favorite influences, Joe Rogan, was like, uh, I feel like we're kind of in the same mindset where he's like, a part of him is excited for, you know, the new things to come, but then a part of him is like, the next decade is going to be crazy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, I would even say five years from now, man, it's going to be a totally different world. You know? A whole new world. <laughs> Shout out Disney. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, bro. Musical. Aladdin. Um, one more thing I wanted to mention, actually. Um, this is shifting gears yet again. Um, you mentioned something earlier about how uh, the metaverse or just like living, spending the majority of our time in a virtual world will affect relationships. Um, because one thought that stuck out when you said that was, uh, like we're having a trouble with intimacy now. Yes. With no virtual world. Yes. You know what I mean? So to me, I'm like, man, it's going to exacerbate a problem that no one's really found a solid solution to. You know what I mean? And um, again, like, you know, this is a Christ-centered podcast. So like we go to church and stuff. And um, and this is me kind of just maybe being a Demi Downer. I don't know. Y'all can flame me if y'all want. But like, I just don't think. Well, I'll, let me say this. Let me start off with a positive thing. Um, I want the church to be prepared on dealing with the community and intimacy changes that are going to shift with the metaverse. Because I feel like if the church is inactive, like that just kind of leaves the door open for the enemy to just swoop in and, you know, be whatever. Because historically, anyone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the church is always at the tail end of jumping on a wave of culture. Like they're always being responsive and defensive to the things that that's new that comes with culture and um, whether it's technology or otherwise or music or entertainment, and they're always kind of playing catch up. And like, I just don't want God's people to do that. Like I want them to be proactive and I want them to be at the front of the wave. You know what I mean? And not just being affected and tossed to and fro by it. Yeah. I, um, you know, I think there's a danger in being irrelevant if we don't, if we don't, um, adjust, right? Um, because like I said, this is going to happen. This is, you know, uh, Facebook, hate them or love them, it's powerful. It's the most powerful platform out there. And mm-hmm. um, it's influencing so many areas of life. For them to switch and put the billions of dollars into this um, shows how much they believe in it. Um, you know, and, and they're not the only ones. I mean, look at, there are lots of companies yeah. putting a lot of money and effort into the metaverse. Absolutely. Um, and um, because they know, they know this is where the people will go. And if we as Christians don't at least go hang around where the people are, um, we won't mm-hmm. have any influence. If we, if we just like say this doesn't exist, 
while everyone is going there and just say, this doesn't exist, this is bad, this is all this stuff. Um, yeah, it's a, there's a danger of be, being irrelevant. That just imagine, like, if, if Christians said, you know, we don't believe in the cell phone or we don't believe <laughs> in, like, in social media, mm-hmm. and it just left, like, there was no influence there. Mm-hmm. That's true. I even know, not to get, like, too, too personal, but people in my circle who want to start ministries and who want to uh, essentially start their own churches and be pastors and stuff like that, who still haven't fully embraced social media and the power of it and the reach of it. And it's weird. Maybe it's a conversation we need to have, but it's just like I see them not going anywhere. You know what I mean? And so it's important to grab onto... I I would even call it... I don't even know what what the right word to coin what this is, but... I'm going to say it's like the, uh, the, the red box effect or maybe like the blockbuster effect. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like everyone loved blockbuster. Blockbuster mm-hmm. brought people a lot of joy, 90s babies and before that, you know, whatever. But, um, but when it shifted to red box and then shifted to Netflix and streaming, like it took time for people to adjust. And even Blockbuster, who I'm pretty sure was approached with an opportunity to get in on the ground floor on this shifting cinema world right. and how people experience films and movies or whatever, like ended up dying because of it. You know what I mean? Don't be Blockbuster Church. And I remember, I remember that time like saying, I will never stop watching DVDs. <laughs> I still watch DVDs. I can't front. <laughs> I do. Like certain ones, like The Matrix, which we always talk about. Uh, anything nostalgic, like Hook, like I'm still, oh, I'm still on there. I yeah, bro. I, you know, I, I have Rest all my peace. DVDs, yeah. but they're in storage because I am too lazy. I It's just more accessible from it streaming. It really is. Yeah. In the end, accessibility wins. That's accessibility really what it comes down to. Yeah. And that's, that was the double-edged sword of the metaverse, people. <laughs> Excessive accessibility. You heard it here first. Or maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, man. All right, brother. Man, it's about that time. This is a short one, but... Um, nah, I don't think so. It's you don't almost, think so? It's almost five o'clock. It's definitely the most controversial We'll one. see. <laughs> We'll see. Watch if we ten years. A few years from now, we'll be like we're gonna be on the the high end of the spectrum of controversy because we got some ideas, you guys, that the world ain't ready for. <laughs> I'm just playing. Anyway, yes, this has been the Kingdom Influences podcast. We thank you guys so much for rocking with us. Um, thank you, my co not co host, my equal partner, co host something. I don't know, <laughs> John, my guy. We appreciate My you guys. Ace. We appreciate and, you guys. Um, you know, I did want to add What's before that? I do my sign off. Mm-hmm. Um, in no way do I mean like I don't believe in hustle. Um, that has always been my go-to. When I say like, I believe God's grace has been taken away from uh, that. From is is when you focus on that. Yeah. Like yeah. This is a time for creativity. This is fine for people to think. Our Christians to think and Mm -hmm. use wisdom. Uh, But anyways, we love you guys, and thank you for listening to another episode. We love you. Peace. Peace.